Phil Spencer them. I think they believed in for three four three studio. They had their back, and but things happen, and now they can they get the time to make this game better than it was. And I think that that's mm. what I like about Microsoft. Like support, the support is what yeah. these studios need, and they're able to do it and stuff. Yeah. And with that, with that said, I think we'll we'll wrap this up here. I'm, you know, I'm glad. Oh man, I'm, I'm having glad. so much fun. I know. I, I was, I'm glad that we that we got to talk, you know, more about this and and get your guys' uh, thoughts on on the 20 years of Xbox. Um, but I do have other people who would like to talk, sit down, and talk with me about That's their. That's true. 20 years of xbox <laughs> so so uh so we will we will uh go to them and get their thoughts now hello everybody i am sitting here with josh finney and we are about to talk about his history with xbox and helping us celebrate the 20 year anniversary How's it going, Josh? Uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me. It's it's been a little while since we did a show together. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a little bit. I think I think we did I think we did a boss rush maybe at some point. I think you might have came on I think for like a back bit. in April or uh, yeah. uh, April or Mar- March or April we did one together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely definitely been a while. I always enjoy chatting with you and uh, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you enjoy. I do. I definitely miss the that old Arsenal X. I, you know, like I completely understand. I'm glad you guys are kind of doing your thing and getting out there and and yeah. you know, doing all kinds of other stuff. Um, because you know, honestly, like that's that's what this has always kind of been about is just trying to, you know, ho- hopefully people find their passion and go right. go go do what you're gonna do because. I've I've actually been thinking about doing something myself, doing a um a podcast where I just watch all the Leslie Nielsen movies, and oh, each no. episode, each episode is, <laughs> and I I forget what I was joking about calling it um, uh yeah but. Well, just because I I've always been a big fan of him, like mm-hmm. I've I haven't watched too many. I think only one of his first uh movie like one of his older movies and that's it when he did the more serious acting but because i right. would do those too just for the experience because honestly i i wouldn't mind going and seeing seeing some of those but but yeah so we're we're here to talk about xbox so so yeah would you mind just kind of you know talking about your history and and uh you know like some of the things that really made you stick to xbox is kind of your your main console yeah yeah for sure um i mean my my xbox story kind of starts where everybody else's does uh back in the og era uh with halo one i remember i played halo for the first time probably fall 2003 i think i played halo one for the first time and god i'm gonna show my age here but i think i was 11 when i played it i was about 11 when i played halo for the first time and I didn't quite fall in love with it right away. Ironically, what I fell in love with were the RPGs. Um, Halo may be my favorite series of all time, and that's largely thanks to Halo 2. But Night Seal Republic and Morrowind, and then later on down the road in 2005, Jade Empire, 
and yeah. Fable are really with the heavy lifting for me uh, as an early fan. I, I don't think I've ever been as captivated by a game the first time I booted it up than I was for Morrowind. Uh, I didn't know what Elder Scrolls was. I'd never heard of the, this weird company, Bethesda. And, you know, years later, here I am. You know, I'm a giant Bethesda nut. I buy every single game that comes out. I've bought Skyrim probably three or four times now. Uh, <laughs> I mowed lawns all summer when the 360 got announced. Uh, if anybody remembers, again, showing my age, <laughs> seeing the reveal of the 360 on uh, what was then Spike TV. Yeah. Uh, the it, Elijah Wood revealed it. Like, yes. <laughs> it. It was the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen for a console reveal. But they showed off Oblivion. And I had read the Game Informer feature the year before in 2004 where they just announced it was coming to the next Xbox and it was coming to PS3 and PC. And as soon as I saw that game running in real time, I saw that and uh, Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfighter. I had already fallen in love with Halo by this point. I was thinking about scraping some money together to buy a used Xbox. I said, screw it, mowed lawns all summer and into the fall to be able to buy a 360 on launch day. And I don't think I've ever looked back. Um, yeah. I, it's, as I've pretty much been an Xbox main for, God, 16 years now. Um, I, I got red ringed right out of the box. Uh, <laughs> if that didn't ruin me being an Xbox fan, nothing was going to. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's been you know it's been a wild ride through the ups and downs you know. But mm-hmm. what's kept me sticking is a lot of my friends gravitated to Xbox because we're we're kind of the old guard, right? Like we grew mm-hmm. up on Halo. I was a sophomore in high school when Halo Three came out. I remember t- I was allowed to take the day off. My my parents let me call in sick that day uh, to school to stay home and play the campaign. Me and my best friend played the played through the campaign as soon as the game came out. Uh, we were at the midnight release. Got got his older brother to take us, but it was one of those things. Like it, in high school, you owned at least at my high school at that age. At that age, you owned an Xbox. Nobody wanted a PS3. You wanted an Xbox because that was Madden was online there. You you had Halo. You had Forza was just starting to come up at that time. We had Forza. We had Project Gotham. Call of Duty um, Two was actually really big when the 360 came out. But if you wanted to do multiplayer gaming or the FPS games or like I fell in love with Western RPGs, Xbox was where you went. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation, and they, they very much have kept this going throughout. If you wanted platformers or like that weren't necessarily like super kiddie, that weren't like Mario-esque, but that were a little bit more mature, like Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. uh, you wanted any Japanese title at all, you pretty yeah. much went to PlayStation. And yeah. that Final Fantasy was pretty much exclusive over there. Like that's kind of where the line in the sand got drawn. If you played by yourself, you were probably on PS2. Or GameCube, go, you know, and then going yeah. into the Wii and the PS3. If you want to play with your friends, and I still think this is very close to the truth, you played on Xbox. Uh, Xbox Live was an infinitely better experience than trying to play online on a PS3. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, online was practically non-existent with the PS2. Like, that that's what you had. Like, I remember buying yeah. the, starter, the starter packs that you used to have to buy for... Uh, for Xbox Live, it, it would come with the, the 12-month card, it would come with like a game download, and a chat headset, and those crappy, flimsy headsets we all had. Yeah. Uh, they eventually replaced them with the, the little Bluetooth headsets, but 
Uh, I really loved that. Uh, I got away from gaming for a bit towards the end of the 360, but still kept my 360 on me for for one thing, and that was Halo. Halo is what I continually find always brings me back. A lot of my friends jump ship to go get a PS4 during uh, the last generation, and that's cool. I, I understand where they're coming from. You know, we're all older now. Um, I mean, I'm in, I'm in my 20s. I'm in my late 20s now, and it's you don't have so much time for those multiplayer games like the games i am playing are multiplayer you know yeah. where they're getting cross play enabled in the next uh, couple of months you know destiny is the big one that i play yeah uh, but even other games i dabble in like you know warzone and apex like i know they've got cross play or have cross play coming but xbox somehow still keeps me coming back with those promises and now with bethesda like there's no way i'm not ever going to skip an xbox yeah and i well you know and i i was saying this with joe too that mm-hmm. you know like i you know that i think that's just it though it's just like xbox has just always been the best place since n64 in my opinion to have friends come over or play online multiplayer yeah. you know like i i was saying to joe like for me like the n64 was like it was friends always at each other's house bringing controllers over playing you know multiplayer on on one screen or whatever but then once xbox the first xbox came out that was the first time that i really played a lot of multiplayer games on a console where everyone's in the same room you know since the n64 and i think that it really brought everything i loved about the n64 playing with friends stuff but then it also gave you all these really good, mature, you know, cool titles of games that I liked. You know, it was a console that when, when it came out, I, mean, I was nine when it released in two thousand one. Yeah. Uh, I got a GameCube over an Xbox because when I looked at the yeah. Xbox, like I was, I was interested in it because oh, yeah. it's made by my nine year old brain goes, oh, it's being made by Microsoft. I'll probably really like it then. Yeah, because I played a lot of PC games before. I played games on PC. I had an N sixty four. I had a Game Boy. All that, all that jazz. Yeah. But what got me to go to a GameCube was there was a new Smash Brothers and uh-huh. there was a new Star Wars game at launch. Yeah. A couple of years in, I started going, okay, well, I'd really like to try and get a PS2, you know, for my birthday. Yeah. Right around the time I started wanting a PS2 because I'd, I'd played Jack and Daxter at a friend's house and had fallen in love with it. Like, that that was it. That sold me on the console. I wanted that and Twisted Metal Black. Yeah. And then I played Halo for the first time. I played Halo. I played Morrowind. I obsessed over Morrowind. I... <laughs> I cannot tell you how many sleepovers I did in a row at that friend's house to beat Morrowind. It, it was borderline unhealthy how much time we spent together beating that game. And then I turned around and did it again during Oblivion. That, um, that's how it was for, for the mo- modern warfare games back yeah. in the day, man. I used yeah, to yeah. play those way too much probably like 12 hours a day <laughs> sometimes I, there there's nothing better than sticking your teeth into a good shooter or a good rpg in my opinion well yeah. not even like really a shooter a good multiplayer game yeah because yeah. i've been known to sink 12 to 15 hours into a destiny expansion as soon as it comes out yeah for several days on end if i have happened at the days off that first weekend is mm-hmm. just bananas like okay i've got two maybe three days of uninterrupted playtime. i deliberately have cleared my schedule uh, it's like the only other company i've ever done that for is bethesda now it's ironic that like with the exception of bungie it's all underneath the same umbrella now you know you've yeah. got halo you've got gears of War, you've got forza like you've got these franchises like 
I always see the criticism and the critique that, oh, oh, you know, Xbox only has Halo, Forza, Gears, and Fable. And it's like, why do they keep making it? Well, they keep making it because it keeps selling. Yeah. It and, scores and they, pretty decently every time around. It sells, yeah. they sell bananas amounts of copies. Like, you can't take PS4 sales numbers, for example, for exclusives, and then yeah. try to bring them into this argument. Like, Nintendo is yeah. always going to be an outlier. The PS4 is statistically an outlier in terms of yeah. attachment of first-party software, although I do think that's yeah. increasing across the board. Yeah. With Xbox, it's it comes back to, like, it's the games I want to play, but mm -hmm. the services, too. Like, we talked a lot about Xbox Live, and now, you know, going into the next generation of services with Game Pass and with what's still being called xCloud. Yeah. It's... It's fascinating. I Years ago, I used to joke that, man, I'd really love if I could just play Fable or uh, Halo, I guess it was. Yeah. When Halo, Halo Master Chief Collection first came out, I really wish I could play this on my tablet. Like, I wish I, wish I could just sit in the back of this lecture hall that I, I'm only here because the teacher takes attendance. Like, I've already got an A in this class. I wish I could just sit back here and play some Halo. Like I used to in the uh, the high school computer lab, we used to download yeah. the Halo CE trials to the computers and uh, play them all on the same network. Well, remember, remember uh, when Xbox uh, had teased that they were working on a, a handheld that, you, and the big sale sell for it was you'll be able to play X, uh, Halo on the go, you know, <laughs> like, and, and everyone was yeah. crazy for that. It, and then it, it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. But like, I'm a firm believer, everything in this industry, especially happens for a reason. Yeah. And the Xbox one, like sales wise is, I mean, so I think our last estimates like 50, 60 million, somewhere in that, somewhere in that range. Yeah. That's far from a failure, but it looks like a failure when you stack it up to 115 million units sold for the PS4 or the 83 million that the Switch is currently at, and it's climbing millions every month right now. It's yeah. Statistically, it's going to pass the PS4 at some point, and it's going to come within spitting distance, maybe, of the PS2 if it doesn't slow down and it gets a refresh, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But it's like, I, I've stuck it out through the red ring. I stuck it out through... TV, TV, TV. Yeah. Through Always Online, through the Connect being bundled in. Like, if 2013 didn't drive me away from this brand, I don't know what would. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, this, this last generation in terms of software wasn't great. Let's not be honest. Let's be honest. This was not Xbox's finest generation. But I'm so excited. I think the other thing that I love so much is I'm always excited about the optimism that's shared for the future. When you hear somebody like, and I know he's just a figurehead, you know, the whole corporation's not your friend thing applies here. Yeah. But seeing someone get up there and genuinely speak to how much they love games like uh, like Phil Spencer does or like Matt Booty does. And then you look at the creators they have there, you know, you Todd, you know, Todd Howard, Shinji Mikami, Tim Schaefer, uh, Brian Fargo, uh, Fergus over at Obsidian. Like, you have so many people there yeah. that just want to make games. They just want yeah. to make awesome games for people. And, and I, I like how diverse the portfolio is becoming. It's just, I, I'm, I'm going to sit here and keep rambling. But oh, it comes down to, like, <laughs> it's come full circle now. Like, so many of my friends who jumped the PlayStation are like, wow, like, I, I feel for the first time I need to own both. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, most of them bought a Switch in the interim. But they're like, man, I feel like I need to own both because I have. But the thing is, you don't have to. Like, you have the option now to go play those games on PC, if you have a good PC. 
or you can play them through Android or through the web browsers. Like I, I play, yeah. my indies are almost exclusively played on my phone now in yeah. bed. Yeah, I got a backbone <laughs> shell coming in. I, I, that's probably how I'm going to play the entirety of 12 minutes this summer is on my phone. Yeah, yeah. How how are you in, how are you liking that so far? The backbone thing. I don't I... have it in quite yet. It comes oh, in yeah, next okay. week. Oh, no, okay. no, I, okay. I ordered it. it I okay. I didn't anticipate using cloud streaming as much as I want to, or as yeah. much as I have been. And yeah. I've actually been playing a lot of games with touch controls. Yeah, I, I I tried that the other day for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it's not not too bad. I mean, uh, I, was, I, I wasn't on played... a great connection, so. <laughs> yeah, God, what was I playing? And that that is the one thing. Like the the server blades haven't been upgraded yet. So yeah. it's still running off uh, Xbox One architecture, and you can tell. Like I, yeah. I've played some Destiny strikes on there, or yeah. you know, done some Crucible, and it's bad. It runs at 30 frames, and especially in Crucible, going from the 120 frames on my OLED to 30 yeah. frames on my phone is jarring. Yeah. Um, I, I think it works really, really well for smaller titles, though, for indies. Like I think ID at Xbox is going to see an even bigger boon. And when we eventually get to the point, I'm convinced this is getting announced this year, that yeah. they're going to have it in beta by the end of the year or by early next year, is that you're going to be able to play any of your digital games mm. anywhere. Yeah. That's, to me, the next logical step. You unbundle it from Game Pass, make it its own thing. I would gladly pay $10 a month for that to yeah, access the, my stuff anywhere. Yeah, the perfect game for me has been uh, Gears of War uh, Tactics. Yeah, like that, yeah It is yeah. such any? a perfect game for that. Any ISO game, I feel, is really good for it. I'd actually really yeah. like to try and get back into Wasteland that way. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, too. Uh, I, I've been playing uh, some of the Telltale games with the touch controls. Uh, okay. I've been doing uh, Wild at Heart just came out on Game Pass. Yeah. There, there's some great ones on there that you can play that aren't too, like, intensive. Like, it's really hard for me to play a shooter on a phone. Like, I can do a Destiny yeah. Strike because I've played those things so many times. Yeah. But it starts to hurt my eyes after a little while looking at it on my phone. Like I would only use this to like log in and do stuff I absolutely had to do. Like if I was going to get serious about playing on this and like, say I was out of town the week that a content release drops, I would want to take my tablet with me and I would just hook up via that because that's at least like a nine to 12 inch screen. Yeah. That's better. Like I I've played on my MacBook with no problems, no connection issues, very good latency, but it, it's all going to depend on your on your internet connect. Just like the old days of Xbox yeah. Live, it's going to depend on your <clears throat> yep yep exactly your ISP. So uh, yeah. I, I I love the the legacy of Xbox. Uh, I yeah I'm looking so forward to Halo this fall with with yeah. Infinite. You know everything coming full circle. It really is the brand that built Xbox. Without them, without those early contributions from Bioware. Um, and the team that would go on to become Turn 10. I don't know if you have Xbox. I mean, Lionhead also. I remember yeah. reading about, you know, but and Bethesda even. Like, I remember reading about what was then called Project Ego uh, in 2000, E3 2001. I remember reading about that because that was when the GameCube got revealed. And that was when, you know, we got, we got the reveal of Smash Brothers and all that. But then there was this thing called Xbox that I hadn't heard of before. I, it was my very first Game Informer issue. It was issue. I remember it very clearly in my mind. It was issue 99, I believe. 98 or 99. And they had all these weird things for this big black box with a green X on it. 
And I didn't understand what Halo was. I never played a shooter at this point. Like, I played GoldenEye, and that was it. I played GoldenEye yep. and Purple yep. Dark. Those were the yep. only shooters I'd ever touched. I'd never played Doom. Um, I hadn't really played Turok. Like, I just yeah. shot a couple dinosaurs in it, and that was it. Like, those, those never really thrilled. I played the Army Men games. That may have been the closest thing yeah. I'd ever played. Those were but, actually pretty fun, though. <laughs> those are uh, fun. Army like, Men Air Combat fun. is still yeah. one of my favorite N64 games, I think. It's not good at all, but it was a no, guilty pleasure. Yeah. It was yeah, good those... to an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, but but going back, though, a lot of things were just good for the time on N64. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you go back and you look at, like, how, how uh, 007 performed on that, even with mm-hmm. the expansion pack thing in. It's still, it was so chunky whenever there was explosions. And I, I, you know, within the last like 10 years, I'd gone back and tried it. And I'm just like, how did we, how did we ever enjoy, enjoy this? How, you know, with how bad it would drop in frames and all that. And I'm just like, how right. did we enjoy this? But, you know, that that was all we knew. So it, it, It's crazy because I remember reading about that first launch lineup for Xbox. I remember them. I remember seeing Halo, Project Gotham Racing, and I think Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey were all teased mm-hmm. in, that, in that spread. And I read about this game that would become Fable eventually, Project Ego. I'm like, oh... If you if you do something in this forest, when you come back, uh, you know, if you do it as a child, when you come back as an adult, it'll st- that whole area will be affected. And like, <laughs> OK, it's nice to know that Peter Molyneux was making promises that Todd Howard also makes now. And nobody has learned from each other because time is a flat circle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think like, the kind of wrap up, though, I guess I, I've yeah. got again, I could sit here and talk about this for hours yeah. on it. Um, I think just the the leg the legacy of the console is what keeps me coming back. Like it used to be a joke in my friend group that oh well as long as there's a new Halo coming, Josh is going to buy the Xbox Day One, and that is still true to a degree because I love my I love Halo so much. Mm-hmm. But now with because the Bethesda purchase was announced just before pre-orders happened. And yeah. so we were all like, oh, my God, like this, that came, that came out. You know, we're all ordering our consoles. And like That's kind of driving the hype, too. Mm-hmm. But it's getting back to the console that I fell in love with but way back in 2003. It's yep. focused on playing with your friends, forging those friendships. Like, I, I have lifelong friendships I've made because of these games. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Destiny or it's Call of Duty or it's Halo or it's Forza, like, I've met people that I continue that I continue to play with, you know, 10 years later, I would never become friends with my best, one of my best friends in the world. And I would never have become friends without him finding out that I liked Halo at school. Halo two had just come out maybe two days before. And he goes, Hey, do you want to come to my house this weekend and play Halo with me? My brother just bought Halo two and we stayed up all night to beat that game on legendary. Two just <laughs> nice. dumb 12-year-olds stayed up all night playing it. And that just, that became a tradition. Almost every weekend, I think I was at somebody's house from the time I was in junior high until well into college, play, doing Halo land parties, even after Xbox Live. Like, we were, we were doing Halo land parties. We were playing Rock Band. We were playing Guitar Hero. Uh, we would we play Modern Warfare online. You know, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. It, 
or we'd be, you know, oh my God, have you heard about this game, Mass Effect? Like, oh, it's so cool. We've never played anything like this. Or, oh my God, I can't believe how awesome Oblivion is. Or, oh, let's all squad up in Ghost Recon. Uh, you know, and if even if somebody's not there, like you can still give directions to your squad mates. Like we've never seen anything like this. Uh, Rainbow Six, you know. Yeah, just, There's Six so many amazing. classic franchises that, you know, are multi-platform, but I'll always remember them as the memories I have on Xbox. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, well, thank you uh, for sitting yeah, down yeah, with thank me and you. talking about it. And uh, can you let people know where to find you? Yeah, as always, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Twitch as at Josh underscore Finn with two N's. And you can find me every Thursday night uh, with our friend Corey and HD doing Tower Casuals uh, Destiny podcast. All right. Well, thank you again. And. We will see you guys in the next interview. <laughs> All right. Bye. Hello, everybody. I am here with Stoy from EXP Cast, and he's going to help us celebrate 20 years of Xbox. It's been a great 20 years. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, for sure. I can't believe it. It seems like 20 years is like a short amount of time. Like, I feel like. Yeah, Xbox is older than that, but it's it really yeah. isn't when I kind of did the math. <laughs> yeah, well, and I I always joke that I I count I count the the Dreamcast as as like part of the first Xbox just because well, it says Microsoft right on it. So yeah, right. Well, it was their it was their test system after all, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you know like once Dreamcast kind of fell off the the face of the earth, you know then. That, that first Xbox it was where a lot of their uh, exclusives ended up going to. So, yeah, for you know, sure. so, I mean, you know, that was cool. And, you know, like there's been talks recently, a lot of people about, you know, speculating, you know, buying up companies. And I think it would kind of be cool if, uh, if Sega and them kind of like teamed up again, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and bring it back to that, that past, you know, cause they kind of said that they're, trying to go for that that original xbox kind of feel with the new you know the new one and stuff so right well didn't uh didn't wasn't there a recent uh sonic showcase and they announced this partnership with ps now or something oh, for a lot of their games yeah yeah i think there yeah there had been something that i i didn't i didn't really get a chance to watch much of it right <laughs> yeah, yeah same yeah cuz i I'll, I'll be honest we've been kind of busy this week we're doing a um we're doing a massive uh, garage sale, like all a bunch of my family and a bunch of my wife's family just all brought stuff to our place. And we're just marking everything and trying to get it all all Got ready it. for this weekend. So it is yeah. the season, man. Garage, yeah. garage sale season. <laughs> yeah. Although it's raining like heck right now here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's raining down here, too. Yeah. yeah, you live you live like an hour and a half north of me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I, I was just curious. I don't know if you had seen anything about it, but uh, did, were you possibly thinking about uh, if you could go into the the uh, game summit at all? Where where, where is that? It's is that it's in it's in Illinois. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, Illinois. I just saw it got announced. Um, yeah. But that's in June or July. It's in July, I believe. Okay. Right. I believe it's middle middle to early july yeah because I, mean, I, I guess i guess a bunch of a bunch you know celeste and 
a bunch of people are going to be going, you know, from Boss Rush there. And so we gotta I, have we got to have a yeah. meetup, man. Boss yeah. Rush meetup. Well, and that's the thing, you know, like I other than Ed, I haven't really met anyone in person yet. So, yeah, so I, I mean, I didn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. cool. Uh, I'll find out when the dates are. And yeah, I mean, that's that's something we're we're looking into. Like we're we're definitely going to Midwest Gaming Classic, which is going to be happening yeah. up here in Milwaukee in November yeah. this time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're we're down for that. I'm down for that. You know what? I might I might have to look into trying to go to that because I've that's something too I've been wanting to go to for years, but I just I just never really pulled the trigger on it. So once they moved to the Wisconsin Center, man, whew, it just blew up. Yeah, blew up it's huge now. Yeah. So. yeah, but yeah, twenty years. <laughs> yeah, Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> <Of> Xbox. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember what blew me away about the first Xbox was that it had a hard drive. Yeah. And you could upload music to it. Yes. Yes. And I remember one of my, one of my things that I always loved doing was I loved playing racing games. I love racing games, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I always like, you know, it'd be cool. Cause like some of the racing games, like Gran Turismo, you know, for the PlayStation had soundtracks, but mm-hmm. they were never the greatest. So I'd always like turn my stereo on and just whatever, just listen to my own music. Mm-hmm. When I found out Xbox had a hard drive and you could play music during some of the games, like it blew me away. So like, yeah, when I was when I was playing Forza Motorsport when that first came out, that was like the Gran Turismo killer. Yeah. Um, another one I, I I thought about recently. I was talking about it recently with uh, one of our one of our guys in the podcast, Josh. Uh, this game called Apex. Yep. Where it was like you're racing, you're, you're part of your own like car company. Yeah. And you're designing cars and you're racing your cars, and the more you win, the more in tune you can design your cars. And okay, and that that had a custom soundtrack too, where you could kind of listen to your own music while you race. And but I thought the concept of that was so cool because it was like, you, here you are, you're you're hand you're hand picking the design of your cars. Mm-hmm. And I just wish more games did that, you know, uh, yeah. later on. But yeah, that's kind of that reminds me of I had we went um, to Disney um, a couple of years ago now, and they had the whole. I believe it was uh, Ford, or no, it was Chevy. I think it either Chevy or Ford. Uh, but you, you essentially you can put all these pieces of the car together and make your own car, and then yeah. and then you go and you go in this like little car looking thing that goes on a track, and then your your car will perform according to how well you built it. So mm-hmm. like when you have to go go around corners, you might slide if you didn't put like a decent enough tires on or yeah. or whatever. Like so, yeah, something like that. Because yeah, I remember I remember hearing about that game, and I like you for a lot of like the PS2, especially in PS1 era. I I did a lot of like playing racing games, even though I'm honestly not a car guy for whatever reason. Like when it comes to sports and in on games i like it but i don't care about the actual sports a lot of the time that's that's okay so, it's yeah. weird i'm a huge soccer fan huge soccer fan i coach it i play it i i you know i'm i'm invested in english premier league and everything but fifa i yeah. i can never get into it never get into it yeah. i buy it every year i play it for like maybe a couple hours and then that's it and i do it every year i don't know why but uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I yeah, because there there's a lot of there's a lot of like just things that that I like from one of the games I always bring up from the original Xbox that was an exclusive that like I feel like almost no one ever like really played it a whole lot. It wasn't super big, but did you ever play Death Row? Death Row was that that yeah. um oh no I'm thinking of Death Wake. Death Row was it was essentially like ultimate frisbee okay like mixed with like basketball but it, but then on top of it like you you your characters uh could fight like a fighting game mm-hmm. so like you'd be running around trying to get this disc that's like flying at like light speed through the air and like you know passing it but you could just start kicking the crap out of the other team, so that player oh, wouldn't never, be able uh, to play. Yeah, yeah. I, never, I never heard of that. No, I, I was thinking of like uh, Blood Wake. I, that's what I okay. thought of. Okay. The, it was like the speedboat racing game okay. on the Xbox. I think, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, Death Row is backwards compatible, I believe, on the Xbox. Like, uh, it was on Xbox One, so I would imagine it would be on the on the series X too, but you know, that, it, that's, it, that's the one thing why I love Xbox so much is that they actually care about the history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Granted, not every Xbox 360 game is backwards compatible, but a good majority of them, like if you played it during the 360, more than likely it's backwards compatible and it's all the way up to the series X. Like, yeah, you know, if you still have the disc, you could still download it and still play it. Like, yeah. And even like some legacy Xbox titles, um, we were talking about the game Black. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like this this big uh, first person shooter kind of Michael Bay action style game that yeah. you know you can still like pull it out, pull it from your uh, shelf, and you can still play it on the new system. And that's kind of why I like Xbox so much, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That you know, like that that it was kind of funny because like Sony had taken the opposite stance where they just didn't think that that was really that big of a deal, but like. You know, like, honestly, I feel like it's not just like by me that it's that it's been a growing thing with not only like I would say almost side and side by side with you, you getting now uh, barcades mm-hmm. like now now like a lot of people are, are like opening up their own businesses just to sell retro games and retro, you know, like because. Because there there are so many people who want to go back and experience that old stuff and and like you know like now there might be honestly people who buy a new Xbox just because they know they can go to those local retro stores and they can just go there and buy stuff from them, yeah. throw it in their in their console and play it. You know, like like people are still using that stuff and it's not just being thrown away somewhere. You know, yeah, for pollute, sure. they still have pollute. a market value. Yeah. So it's well, yeah, I mean, like, like we talked about, I mean, you and I, we're, we're we've been gaming for years, decades, yeah, yeah. you know, and the video game population is getting older, you know, so yeah. it's like, yeah, we obviously started when we were kids and now we're like in our 30s and 40s. We're getting mm-hmm. up there and um, I'm turning 40 this weekend. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, you know, we, we still long for those type of games. And it's like it would be nice to like play it on a new system so i don't like have to you know go back into the attic break out the old system and stuff like it would just be nice to have that feature if i buy new systems when they come out and it would be Mm -hmm. nice to just keep it going 
yeah it's like my kids <laughs> i broke out the uh the nes and and put duck hunt in it and they loved that and stuff <laughs> yeah because i i've i've honestly or uh actually uh speaking of the having a, a rummage sale i'm probably gonna get i've got like four or five crt tvs and i'm oh, just gonna get rid of a bunch of them because i don't like it's just things that i got for free and acquired mm-hmm. but i i got one and that's all i need to put all my my retro consoles and stuff on but yeah yes. right. yeah so, those yeah. things are heavy man you don't there's, you're gonna save a lot of room selling those things <laughs> yeah exactly but but yeah like and that's you know and that that brings up another thing that i kind of mentioned with uh uh on some of the other uh interviews but like like i feel like like it was the n64 that that me and friends would play you know, multiplayer, you know, on one console. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until the original Xbox came out that I really did that again and got back into like playing full on like a whole bunch of us, you know, and, and then yeah, the Xbox that, that even one had made four it. Ports. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it made it where you could hook up multiple Xboxes to a, to a, a router and, and you'd be able to just, you know, have a whole bunch of games going. And, Bro, those Halo land parties, man. Yeah, yeah. Those Halo land parties. I mean, that's, Halo is, I mean, people say, like, you know, Gold and I really kicked off multiplayer, but I really think it was Halo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, playing multiplayer Halo 2 with a bunch of your friends in someone's basement, you know, bring your Xbox, someone's got the Switch, and, you know, someone's got the, the you know, router, and just, yeah. man. Those are the days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, I had a lot of a lot of fun times of, you know, like and and even even outside that uh, a lot of times I would go over to uh our friends like me and my sister at the time kind of had a a bunch of the same friends uh at some point, you know, because she was only a couple of years younger than me or mm-hmm. whatever. But we um we would just go over and like hang out with you know friends playing Halo and stuff, you know until like four or five in the morning, you know like oh, yeah. you just put pu- just pull an all nighter and that was like an everyday every weekend thing, you know like it was just it was playing games all weekend, barely sleeping, mm-hmm. and you know like just trying to get every second of the weekend in to do fun stuff, you know. Oh yeah, and, grab a twelve pack of soda and just yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got to tell you an embarrassing story, but I, but it, it's funny. Um, do you remember the game Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So that was I mean, I was Xbox kind of was where Dead or Alive kind of sat. You know, yeah. that, that was their system of choice at the time. And, I you know, I was OK in, in fighting games and stuff. And Dead or Alive was always kind of weird mechanics for me. But, you know, when you're a teenager in high school and um, a, a volleyball game with of you know well-endowed women yep. in you know the swimsuits comes out you're like you know hell yeah let's let's play that game so <laughs> i had an electronic gaming monthly magazine and uh there was a topless code that they featured in this magazine yep <laughs> and so i go to my friend one of my best friends at times like bro we gotta get this we gotta we gotta we gotta unlock this and he's like yeah come on let's do it you know so we stayed up all night saturday night we had to do specific we had to go through like an entire campaign within a certain amount of time and put this code in at the end during the credits and this and that, whatever. And then afterwards, like there was picture proof in this magazine. There was like, we were, we were legit. We did this a couple times and kept going through the magazine. What are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? 
It was in April, man. And and I'm like, I'm like, bro, this is an April issue. And he was all like, what is that supposed to mean? I was like, this is an April Fool's joke, man. <laughs> That's like, uh, like, remember when uh, Kuma was an unlockable character in Resident Evil 2? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Electronic Game Monthly was so good on that. Like, one of the yeah. best ones, I think, was the um, Wind Waker uh, game. Okay. Basically, it was like you, if you reserved Twilight Princess at GameStop, you got a copy of Wind Waker with updated graphics, like non-cartoony graphics. Yeah. And I, oh man, that that hit people hard. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, especially since there was a, lo- a lot of a lot of uh, uh, kind of anger and you know and there, you know because people were kind of upset about the those yeah. graph those uh, the art style. That they I didn't like it. I mean, I ended up playing yeah. it on the Wii U and I loved it, but. But no, yeah. it was funny, like, reading the next issue of the May issue, because I was like, I got to make a point to read the next issue. And the amount of hate mail EGM got for that, and they published all those letters, or they were like, you know, someone sent an angry picture of themselves, like, you know, you yeah. made me mad, I spent all night doing this, and it was it was funny. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but yeah, like, yeah, there's just, yeah, back when the original Xbox came out, there's, it was still, like, that was... was like looking back, I mean, there was a lot of great times, but like as far as like now, like the the graphics and the you know having the the ray tracing and all that stuff, we're definitely in the like like one of the best times to be a gamer kind of era. Well, even just the at the power of that uh, solid state hard drives, man. Like yeah, literally yeah. no loading times. Like. Yeah, it's 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 funny playing old games on an SSD drive and thinking like, oh, man, this is going to be a one minute long load screen. And then, bam, like you're in it. Yeah. Like It's almost like it's game breaking a bit. Like it's like yeah. it kind of takes you out of it. Like, whoa, yeah, holy cow, it's not supposed to go this fast. Yeah, but, literally, literally, I, I ah, crap. I wish I could remember what game it was. But one of the one of the games that they um, that's on backwards compatibility Oh shoot! I think it's one of the rare games, one of the games on the rare collection. Um, maybe one of the banjo. I I don't remember, but but they when they um updated it and everything and made it so it runs on the on the Series X, they actually had to slow down like uh slow down the loading speed for it because once you got to a certain point like. It was loading the file up too fast, and it was actually causing it to crash, because <laughs> because it was loading like something happened where it loaded too. It was loading too fast, and they had to they That's had to solve an problems issue right there. Yeah, <laughs> the game's loading yeah. too fast. We need to slow it down. Jeez. Yeah, you couldn't finish. I think what it was is it was on the last boss too, or something. Yeah, and so you couldn't finish the game or something like that. Yeah. I for, yeah, I forget hey, we, what game as it gamers was, we but. made it, man. Like back yeah. then, it was like loading screens were just like, oh, this is just how life is now. And nowadays, it's like no load screens, like crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it, and like I don't know, did you did you ever watch the um the they had like a documentary series thing that uh that Xbox did like talking about um about like the kind of the history and and no. like Halo and and they talked about a whole bunch of things and like. 
And it's funny just like hearing them talk about when they made that first Xbox that they just basically just grabbed a bunch of things that they had around them and threw them together and just like to try to just quick make a console to get something out there. Mm-hmm. And and it's yeah, it's just hilarious that that. Where is it at? Is it on Netflix or something? Or? Yeah, I yeah. Well, no, actually, I think you can watch it on YouTube. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I'll have to I, check that out. That sounds interesting. Yeah, they, yeah, it was like a. I think it's a couple of years old now. The the documentary thing, but yeah, mm-hmm. they because they had like Major Nelson and like every like all a whole bunch of people, you know, famous um, <clears throat> Xbox people on there talking about all the you know like them and that a lot of them being older than us and you know talking about about even beforehand and getting to you know see some of that stuff uh in in person when it was happening and stuff but but now i gotta now i gotta twist the question onto you okay how many xbox 360s did you own (laughs) in, Um, in your lifetime i i still have i think like four at my house right now good lord which which did any of yours uh did any of yours break yeah, yeah, uh, like all of them that I have, none of them can play discs. None of oh. them read. None of them read discs. I the only reason I held on to them is there was a local guy around here, um, for a while that was fixing him, fixing them up, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I thought about because he was he was willing to give me a a pretty decent price on on just doing a, a bundle of them like that. Yeah, and and uh, and then I would probably just turn around and just just sell them or whatever mm-hmm. but um i've thought about trying to fix them myself because a lot of them all it is is i just need to throw a, a new uh disc drive in it yeah or or and those, those or parts whatever. are pretty easily yeah easily reproducible like i i just recently raised my playstation 3 my fat playstation 3 from the dead oh, and okay. uh, nice. there, there's just a whole kit you buy where it's yeah. just like it's these solder points all you got to do is you know take these apart do these things Yep. and recirculate the the soldering uh, mold and bam it like fired mm-hmm. up like it was amazing yeah like, yeah I th- you know there's a good market for a lot of that stuff because like i said people are probably going through their crap in their basement and oh man i wonder if this xbox still works and you know well yeah, yeah and like like i said yeah i've got that retro that local retro store that i was just at actually before mm-hmm. we we started this and uh you would live so have you gone to those that start over games i think they're in oshkosh i haven't been to that one i've went yeah. to the the one the bigger one that was in uh green bay and there that one was really cool they would have like a whole they had like a whole section where you could buy like nes and snes games that were brand new games like games oh, that people just made yeah oh, okay yeah like they like games people made like for for the system that oh, wow. that are literally you can't just like buy anywhere it's oh, like okay gotta... so like homebrew, homebrew games yeah, yeah. homebrew yeah huh, that's a yeah 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 i uh i i know i mean this could be a whole nother topic but uh i know like the uh the homebrew games and the uh, uh repro games are kind of a big thing because people make the games affordable you know mm-hmm. But like, obviously, it's not the original copy yeah. of it. So. Yeah, yeah, so like well, you're not paying the full original copy price, but yeah, you still have the game and it's completely playable. Yeah, well, yeah. that's like uh, like one of my my favorite games is uh, Fade to Black, which is the sequel to um, Flashback. Yeah, Flashback, yeah. and and the guy that that bought that he 
he's made those games you can buy them brand new for dreamcast and and stuff like that and yeah like all these cool games that people are making right like brand new that just came out this year or last year that are for new games for dreamcast and and i'm sure there's somewhere there's probably people making games for the original xbox and and you know like who knows like i i mean you know that's that's the fun part about i think with gaming is like it's so easy once you start getting deeper into stuff to be such a tech nerd and like Mm -hmm. just you know like today like i said i went to the retro place and i was seeing you know like uh things for for consoles that i never even knew existed like or games that I never knew existed or, or whatever that are, you know, also going for like three, $400, but mm. because they're so rare, but it's, yeah. you know, like, and that's, and that's the thing. And like kind of bringing it back to the whole, like, you know, backwards compatibility is like, just imagine if someone had had that foresight, you know, sooner to, to make that something that, you know, game companies continue because like, it would be so cool if like some of those games that, that are super rare or, you know, like we, every once in a while we get Japanese games that only re- released in Japan and now we're getting, you know, them ported here mm-hmm. and, you know, like, you know, 15 years later or whatever. And, you know, like it just, it just would be really cool if, if everyone had that foresight and, you know, right. put in the work to, to kind of preserve that stuff because it truly is, you know, it's art, it's artwork. And it's just, you know, it's a bummer that, that some of the other companies just don't see it the same way as Xbox, you know, but yeah, which is weird because they're the newest guys on the market. I mean, Nintendo's mm-hmm. been around since the eighties. Yeah. Sony's been around since the nineties, you know, Microsoft yeah. kind of came a little bit late to the game. And I think they care more about the classics than both of them do combined. Both Sony yeah. and Nintendo do combined. Yeah. Um, you know, and they don't even have like, you know, there's a lot of original, original kind of Xbox franchises that sometimes I wish, you know, could make a comeback. Like we talked yeah. about this kind of lesser known game, Otoji, um, okay. that one of our guys, Josh, was really into. It's kind of like a hack and slash style game that it'd be cool okay. to kind of get a sequel for that or at least some sort of, um, you know, I don't know, remaster or whatever, yeah. just to get people interested. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's it's so it, it's weird that they're committed more to the classics. Um, and I mean, even though Xbox 360 was what 15 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. when yeah. I first had mine. Yeah. And I, I I've been through, I've had three of them break. <laughs> okay. But I've bought in like each other like re edition, you know. Oh, okay. Like See, I never did. I never did yeah. just because they changed that hard drive yeah. on it. And it sucked because yeah, I'm because like, now was, I've it... got like two 250 gig hard drives and I, I'll be out that yeah. I won't be able to use them. You know, I yeah, mean, I, I had the adapter gigs was like, wow, that's a lot of space. Yeah. Oh, those are the days. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's like 250 gigs. That's like call of duty. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you get that on your phone and that's like one of the lower <laughs> yeah, lower end phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but when yeah. Uh, when you had the 4 gig Xbox 360, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did with the redesign that they cuz it was an external hard drive that you could just swap in and out easily. Mm-hmm. And uh but at the very least they kind of made it up, they made it nicer that okay, you can store you can plug in an external hard drive. Mm-hmm. But that's taking away a USB port. 
which kind of yeah sucks. yeah yeah but at the same time like i don't remember if it was the same for 360 but i know with the with the xbox one you can put a you can put a um usb hub in it and you can plug a whole bunch of stuff in you know yeah so like at least it's like a pc in that way that you can do that but i don't remember if you could do that with the 360 or if that was something yeah, you had I don't, to do special I, don't remember. I know like i think the last slim edition that they had they they upgraded a lot of the ports like they I think they put like yeah. three ports in the back of the system okay um and of course they had to throw that connect port in there too yeah yeah <laughs> which were, which I was I was one of the only people that was excited for honestly for... <laughs> the, the the idea for that was was genius like it was it yeah. was ahead of its time at the time that kind of technology like even Peter Molyneux would hit was his little uh, tech demo of that kid Milo or something yeah. like that I mean yeah if that worked like if they had actually like maybe cared a little bit more that yeah. would have been kind of cool like honestly I. I, I hate to admit it, but I, I enjoyed the hell out of Dance Central on the game. Yeah. You know? Well, like my my favorite game was for the 360, but I loved Wrecketeer. Yeah. Like that, that was that was that was just so cool just because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, like you'd stretch your arms out and then you'd have to like tip them to, to fly it because it was like a basically would turn the rock into like a look yeah. at, like a scarab. And you would have to like kind of, you know, float it into where you wanted to crash into the thing. And yeah, there was just what was that I mean, one uh, made by the guy that made Fe- uh, not Fez uh, Res? What was that game? It came out for the Connect. Oh shoot! Where it was like you had to basically just like kind of like manipulate objects that came through you, and then you know you you, you pump your fist, you throw it away and stuff. Yeah, I, I uh, shoot. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, what? admittedly, I think they they delved into it a little bit too hard with the Xbox One when they yeah. released the Xbox One, and I I think that's where kind of like Microsoft learned a lot of hard lessons during those yeah. first few years. Yeah. Um, they yeah they, I think they t- they they wanted so hard for it to be the all in. That's why they called it the One. Yeah. It was the all in one system. It was something you could watch TV on, you could watch movies on, and you could game on. And mm-hmm. they almost they almost wanted it to be like a computer, you know, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised if initially they had plans that do like a keyboard and mouse support earlier on, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and yeah, that that and, and requiring the connect to be connected and on all time. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a hard lesson. <laughs> that was a hard lesson. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I honestly think they would have been so much better off had they like day one said, you could you could get the the console with the connect or not or not yeah or or if you wanted to like you know for skype and things like that you could just use your own camera right like, yeah I, I think i think had they yeah not been so fast and hard you know with with pushing that that yeah that things may have been different but you know like it was it was a bummer because i personally at the time like i like I didn't see anything wrong with it just because I personally was, you know, excited. Like I, like I wanted that. I wanted what they were selling mm-hmm. and, but it was you a know, cool but, idea. Yeah. 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 Cause I, well, and I remember like, you know, like in the beginning there, I would plug, uh, another game console into the, <laughs> in <laughs> the input, because you remember yep. you could have the picture and picture and all that kind of stuff in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so you could essentially be playing, you know, PlayStation or Nintendo games on through your yeah, Xbox. Right. 
yeah that was that was kind of a cool feature yeah yeah it just yeah there's just you know like all those just cool little things that like as a as a tech nerd was just kind of fun to mess around with and but you know like when you're looking at microsoft does well is that they obviously have that they have the biggest tech heart they're part of the biggest tech hardware company in the world yeah microsoft so they have access to a lot of that a lot of that kind of research and I, and I think I think that's though why they care so much about backwards compatibility is like mm. they are just a bunch of tech nerds who who really want to see what new tech can do with those old games and like you know look at we're getting some games with 120 you know frames per second that yeah. were were nothing near that mm-hmm. you know originally and yeah it's just it's that's wild like yeah they've been they've been pushing that hard like their updates recently like hey check out all these like xbox one updates that we've just thrown your way like Mm -hmm. playstation 5 nowhere near that nowhere near that list yeah you know i mean granted they're not like full-blown like upgrades yeah you know like we're talking like you know like real upgrades but still like playing those games at 60 frames to 120 frames a second yeah pretty and it looks pretty silky smooth. Yeah, and I mean, they I think like some of the graphics are updated, but it's all being done by AI. Like, yeah, like that. That's what they're. That's all they're doing is they're running it through AI, and and it's like redoing it through AI, which is you know is just insane to even. I can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, I can't but, even wrap my head around it when when I kind of read a little bit and like how they can kind of do that to old games with just a simple small update. Like, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. I just found out actually my copy of Saints Row the Third remastered. Yeah. Got the free upgrade treatment. Yep. Yep. I'm super stoked about that. Super glad I didn't buy it again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I've yeah the second I was I was uh, talking about that the second Saints Row came out like I I mean I always would get the Grand Theft Auto games but but when Saints Row showed that you could be a little bit more on the goofy wacky side but still have you know good gameplay like the grand theft auto games i i was all all into grand uh all into saints row after that oh yeah i mean that first game was was basic but that that's always how it's been mm -hmm. with those kind of games that first one is kind of just a i I don't want to yeah i don't and you know like i don't want to discredit it but it was like yeah they're trying to find their way trying to you know figure out what they want it to be and mm-hmm. and then yeah two and my opinion two is still my favorite mm-hmm. just because i liked the how they locked um or they didn't lock like make you have to find cheat codes to to get all the fun stuff like you could just do once you finished all these type of side missions you'd get yeah. unlimited you know shotgun and 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 you know assault rifle ammo or whatever and they would just yeah kinda... and that was actually good incentive to complete those side missions sometimes yeah. you, it's like what what's my reward for a side mission oh a new exactly. assault rifle great whatever right. but like that that's that was actually good incentives to uh, yeah to exactly. finish those side missions i wish they would do that good. more <laughs> yeah honestly i mean i know they're working on the next saints row yeah. so i hope maybe they can interject a little bit of that into it be kind of yeah cool. yeah that yeah was... saints row the third was obviously my favorite because yeah. they took the uh they took the kind of like over the top action, you know. Yeah. Uh, yep. Kind of like Michael Bayish a little bit, and mm-hmm. obviously added their humor to it as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a franchise that I've, you know, that I honestly, 
I can say is probably right up there with like Portal and stuff is like as one of those franchises that I just hope never goes away. Unfortunately, with Portal, I don't know if that if we'll ever see another Portal again, just because everything's kind of broke up, you know, the the people that originally kind of created that that stories and well, that, it's been so long you know yeah. it's like oh, yeah. time has passed yeah you know, we, th- we think that with mass effect now where it's like okay they're working on the mass on the next mass effect game mm-hmm. but it's like a lot of that original people want that original trilogy style mm-hmm. of storytelling but it's like a lot of those people left so long ago you yeah know? so yeah um you know you, you're gonna kind of get what you get but like don't wish for that it's got to it's got to advance and it's got to kind of move and that's why kind of Andromeda was doomed to fail, you know, regardless of the whole tech. I mean, that's a whole another ball of wax that I yeah. jumped out. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. While I'm <laughs> well, you know, and aspect was an original Xbox IP though at first. Exactly, exactly, and that's you know like that and uh, Morrowind and you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of you know like well the it, Elder Scrolls is back. Yep, <laughs> exactly, back. Back exactly. Exclusive on the Xbox now, so. Yeah, and I and I think we'll we'll end it on on that that yeah like this this new console is looking to be like the kind of you know what the, what they were kind of saying they wanted it to be is it's like a remembrance it's bringing back those memories of of how things were in that that original Xbox came out and you know having the big things now like Elder Scrolls and you know that at the time never was was even thought of dreaming about running on a console but yeah. you know x they were able to do it with the xbox and then that kind of you know turned the future around for those kind of games and it no longer was a you know just a pc thing anymore and you know and it's it's uh it's looking to be like you know like they're they're gonna be kind of getting into that nostalgia with now with these some of these uh companies that they've uh, acquired and stuff so Definitely for sure. And, you know, Xbox, once they kind of turned the tables a bit on what they learned from the Xbox One launch, they became so committed to just let's make it about the games. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And, you know, Phil Spencer, he's probably he's he's a god amongst video game nerds. Yeah. It's yep. just I, I can't imagine like if that guy walks around public like he people must bow to him like yeah. I, I'd bow to him. I'd, I'd yeah. like I'd probably like sh- sh- shake my hand like, hi, yeah. Mr. <laughs> you know, but like. You know, he comes with this ray of hope where it's like it's about the games. We're here for the games. We're here to make great games and bring you some of our great games in our back catalog. And they've just been nailing it the last few months, the last few years. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And, you know, reminding us that it's like, hey, we're here to play. We're here to have fun. That's what it's all about. You know? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, and we've been um, saying it like on our on our show since the beginning, you know, like because it was, you know, we we had started AX like when. You know, it was still, there was not a lot of games and stuff like that. But, you know, like we, there was that, you know, talk of, of, you know, things kind of trying to be turned around and turning the ship around in it. And we knew that it, you know, it wasn't something that was going to happen overnight. And, you know, and it's, it's, I mean, there's, they've turned it around pretty much now, but it's still, you know, they're still waiting for that payoff, but. But I'm I'm uh, I'm confident that that they're gonna pull through once once things get, you know, to where they need it to be, especially mm-hmm. with COVID kind of setting a lot of things. Kind of. I imagine back last year bit. was. That's why I think like last year maybe kind of delayed things for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and I and I think this year at E3, I th- Xbox is going to come out guns blazing with like, yep. bam, bam, bam. Here, you know, here are all these games that we're we finally promised you guys that you know you guys are going to get. Uh, Dan on our podcast is still hopeful that they're still working on Scalebound. Um, oh yeah, you know, there's a lot it, of people out there. Yeah, exactly. Because they were so far in advanced, uh, they were so far in development. Like it's just weird that they just kind of abandoned it, especially yeah. since they had such a following. And I, I would still love for them to come out with it, but maybe yeah. I have less hope than he does. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, like yeah, that kind of stuff is unfortunate. And a lot of times that happens, and we don't even hear about it. Like yeah, you know, it, that's the unfortunate thing is, is a lot of times, you know you know, maybe, maybe fortunate for the people that were going to work on something that it didn't get too far. And then they're told they can't do it kind of yeah, like that. that. But, that yeah. but like I, you know, now with the more recent stuff that I came out in the past months, you know, about the, the 007 remake and how mm-hmm. there is all kinds of things that, you know, going on with that, the, you know, that there was a, uh, a version for Xbox made and, and, and it's never going to see the light of day, you know. Well, I mean, there's been stuff that's leaked out, yeah. but not the full game. Not not that um, original game. I know there there have been some. Like I think Bloodstone was like an original one yeah. um, that came out in that era, and I thought there was like one other James Bond game, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you for uh, coming on here and talking with me. Cause hey, man, thanks awesome. for having me. I'll you know any any excuse to talk about video games. I'm cool. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you just want to let people know where they can find you and where they can find your show? Yeah, I'm part of the um, EXP cast, uh, E-X-P-E-C-A-S-T. People always kind of ask, like, how do we spell it? But when I say it out loud, but uh, yeah, we're, you know, a video game podcast. We're part of you guys with the Boss Rush Games Network. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk just all about video games. I'm joined by my, you know, friends, Josh, Pat, and Dan. We've been friends for a long time and Wanted to share our love of video games with everybody else, but uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EXPCast, and we're on the Boss Rush Games Discord, actually, and uh, it's been a lively room uh, lately <laughs> with a couple of us where we're just, like, kind of shooting things back and forth with, you know, each other, and um, lately, one of my one of my guys says Time Splitters was a, was a garbage game, and it got me all hot and, hot and heated and stuff. <laughs> I was like, hang on. So... Yeah, but, you, uh, you. Yeah, I, I've I've been listening to your guys' show lately. I, yeah, it's it's now it's been an every week listen. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I yeah, it's, that. Thank you. Well, and and it's fun, and it, it it. I'll be honest, I'm a little jealous because I have I have a bunch of friends too that like that are into gaming and stuff, but they're they're like me in the beginning. They're like not you know not kind of nervous about the thought of doing this kind of stuff. I think a little bit and, you know, just kind of don't have any experience with it. I mean, yeah. I was the same way and I just kind of threw myself in there. I mean, but well, yeah, it's, it's just like talking with friends, but like the idea though, of being able to do stuff in the same room, like, mm-hmm. uh, I just wish, you know, I wish someday, hopefully someday. Right, yeah. Well, if, since we live so close to each other, if you want to record an episode sometime in the future, I don't mind driving up. So, okay. Yeah. I but, mean, uh, uh, yeah, honestly, and I I've got family in Milwaukee and stuff, so you yeah. know, and in that area. Welcome everyone to the Xbox 20 year anniversary. I am here with Colonel Panic, and we're gonna just talk a little bit about our history with Xbox and celebrate it for the 20 years. And 
just kind of, you know, talk about the things that made us fall in love with it. So I'm, yeah, I'm here with, uh, with Joe, AKA Colonel Panic. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. I never, it's like half my friends know me by one name and half know me by the other name. And then depending on who I'm with, I'm like, de- like it determines how I refer to everyone being like, oh, my friend this. Be like, oh, no, his real name is this. Be like, what are you talking yeah. about? Be like, oh, never mind. It's it, gamer yeah. tags became a real thing. Yeah. Uh, during, during Xbox. Well, even, even just like, you know, like even I remember doing a lot of stuff on, uh, like aim and and yahoo chat and you know like back then it was you know like when that kind of stuff first started is like ooh, what cool name can i give myself or for my email or and, and everyone <laughs> had the secret name like you had the name that you like the account you would log into for your real friends where like all the other people would think you're offline but like secretly you're online <laughs> uh, yeah and now you can just uh log in as offline if you just, really yeah, don't just hide like yourself there. <laughs> you don't feel like being social today <laughs> a long way yeah yeah and we uh we, we are <laughs> kind of just talking about uh you know 20 years feels like a long time but at the same time it feels like it was just yesterday that the the first xbox came out and playing halo with friends and land parties and you name it (laughs) most most of my early memories like real memories like stuff i really remember most of it revolves around like xbox oddly enough which is just crazy yeah you think about like it's a it's like that scene in a movie where you remember like all like that's like the Ocean's Eleven where they show like kind of like what happened and you're like, oh, the little pine tree air freshener was there. And that's the hint to be like the Xbox was always kind of in the picture. In the, yeah. Like if you look yeah. at my pictures like, oh, there's the Xbox. They're traveled with me. That thing was never had a permanent spot in my house. It was always like on my person. Yeah. Well, and I was I was talking to Ed the other day like that, you know, I had a I had a um, Dreamcast, which. You know, like I like to call the uh, the pre Xbox <laughs> because I mean, it, you know, it's technically Microsoft help help with it. You know, it has Microsoft tech inside of it. But uh, you know, like even though that had four controller ports, it wasn't. I didn't really play a whole lot of of multiplayer on there, and and it wasn't until the the original Xbox came out since the N sixty four that I really had a console where it was like I wanted to play, you know, like three or four of us friends at a time or, or more even with the land party stuff, you know, and, and uh, I think that that's really what pulled me in with that, you know, with that Xbox. Um, like, I don't, did you had a, did you have an N64 as well before that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, I had definitely had an N64. We would do like the, like golden eye Mario Kart, Mm-hmm. stuff with all my friends like doing the split screen thing um yeah we we would do that i like i would say pretty much almost every weekend we would be yeah. playing nintendo 64 the cool thing was that we all all of us had nintendo so we basically would just bring a controller and like if the, yep. the friend doesn't have a game and like you would have your your memory card like with your if you had a save or something on it yeah um, i remember those uh I was the first friend that had an Xbox, like to get an Xbox. Like I was the first same. Group. <laughs> um, 
I remember it was coming up to the holidays and my mom's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was still in that mode where you would go through like the catalog and cut out stuff. And like, these are the things I want. Try to present your case for is like whatever, like theme <laughs> of your presence being like, I want to start to get into this. And you have like all the accessories panned out. Um, I remember doing, it was right when I think we started to like get internet in our house that I did so much online research for mm -hmm. like what console to get. Cause I knew that there was two that I could have got. And I was just like, which one's better. And it was very clear to me that like Xbox was the winner like i just like i'm like oh look at the cpu it's got a hard drive in it. like it was just like so <laughs> obvious to me of being like and like that was part of my pitch to my mom being like you don't have to buy me a memory card mom it's got a hard drive in it like and all this stuff. i remember <laughs> there was an article in like the original i think it was like the official xbox magazine i might even have the, the magazine around here where they where they talked about the development of it and it was like it's gonna have if you have footprints in the sand i remember that that was like the thing it was yeah. like you footprints in the sand it'll remember and they'll be there the whole time and like they were way <laughs> off but like, like yeah it was a good sell yeah. um i remember pitching this to my mom being like i want to get an xbox it's the the console i want and uh there wasn't i didn't know what games like i mean like every console has like the like what games do you get type of yeah. problem but it was tough going to xbox because i couldn't play like my playstation games couldn't play yeah. my nintendo 64 games um, and like there was, it was like a new thing. My first game was Mad Dash Racing, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, I remember that. It had such <laughs> a, it was like you would, it was like these animals that would like run. They were all, it was all running. It was like very yeah. parkour esque. Yeah. And uh, had a great, great soundtrack. I would say to this day, it's like a, it's a great soundtrack if you ever listen hmm. to it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I might have to check that out. <laughs> and I remember part of me getting that game was because like with the Xbox, you could download your CDs to the drive. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, was like so the awesome. coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, like, yeah, the best we had before that was, was PS2 like, or PS1. And I, I don't remember if it was PS2 as well, but you could take a game out while it's playing and put a CD, you know, yeah. audio CD. And that was the best we could do before then. Right. <laughs> uh, and I had just, at this point, I had just gotten into like ripping CDs to my computer. Yeah. So I like just started like in that and be like, oh, I don't even need that. I'll just rip them all to my Xbox. This would be the coolest <laughs> thing. I can play whatever I wanted. And that was like part of the thing why I got Mad Dash Racing is like, it's like, oh, this way I can play whatever songs I want while I race mm -hmm. and then the soundtrack was so good that I never even I don't even know if that game was capable of like custom soundtracks but I remember not yeah. even using it because I liked the soundtrack yeah, so much and there was this weird <laughs> part where you had to like if you were swimming or climbing you had to like rotate the one stick around really fast and I remember I had this like goofy thing where I would like hold forward and then like flat my hand out and like oh, run, like as fast yeah. as you could to, to win oh man i like I, that was one of those games hours and hours and hours into but what really sealed the deal for me and anybody that follows me anywhere or has heard my voice before knows that like it was halo halo was mm -hmm. the thing and that's what got our group all like everyone bought an xbox after that i mm -hmm. my i had a friend coming over i just got the xbox 
And I, I only had, I think, Mad Dash Racing. I think I might have had, like, there was, like, a Star Wars game. Maybe. I don't remember. There was I had two games, but, like, none of them were really, like, good multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have a yeah. friend coming over. I have a new console. Like, I want to make sure that I have, I want to play Xbox. I want to make sure that we have something that we can play. Uh, and I remember I had, I went to, I got, had some money left over from Christmas or whatever. And I went to Best Buy and again, just browsing. I was like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. look and see what games there are. And I bought an extra controller and then I bought Halo. And I was like, oh, a shooter game. This will maybe, maybe this could be like GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. And I took it home and I opened it with my, like my other friend. And we played that game. I would say like all night long. Like we played it from. We didn't even touch the campaign. We were just doing like uh, what Beaver Creek at the time. Just yeah. like and just like to hear the announcers like game over like that. Yeah. That sound to me was so, like it resonates in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. played that all night. To, I, yeah, I can I can relate on on so many levels with that because, uh, yeah, there was so many because I like my uh, sister and her her fiance now and uh like a bunch of their friends we would always just all hang out uh you know every once in a while at the apartment at the apartment my sister was living at and like literally just me and a bunch of us would just sit up from from like well i mean we were up most of the day but then we would sit up and probably start crashing around 4 a.m mm-hmm. like every single weekend <laughs> <laughs> just playing that for hours and hours. <laughs> Whenever we came to the next day, I remember I had, it was me and one, one of my buddies. I called my other friend who was staying at another friend's house. So it's like another group of two. And mm-hmm. I was like, you guys have to come over to my house right now and play this game. I <laughs> so clearly remember like within 24 hours, I was like, you guys need to play this. Come out as soon as you can. Uh, and they they got their parents to drop them off at my house like one does, <laughs> and we we played this game, and my friends were like we were always like kind of like we looked to pick at each other, and I yeah. remember as soon as we started to play, my one friend said when we came over we had both decided on the way over that we were gonna pretend like whatever game it was regardless how much we enjoyed it like it sucked just like to make you feel bad about like us like making us drive over. And and but they it's like it's like but we fa- like it's good like we really like it, and I think within a week, one of my other friends had an Xbox, so we had two, mm-hmm. and that's when we discovered the whole like first off we discovered what a crossover cable is, and yeah. how you can't just put a regular Ethernet cable between two two Xboxes, yeah, either go through a router or a crossover cable. I remember that, <laughs> and we we played that. So then the cool thing was that we could have four people and two per TV. Mm-hmm. And that was also a game changer. Be like, oh my god! Like the screen looking because you had two teams of two. Screen yep. looking was no longer a thing, and we yeah. would make sure that we would like run the Ethernet cable from one bedroom into like another bedroom, so you actually have two rooms worth of content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then from there, it was like, okay, now we have two more friends that we're going to invite over. So it's like now we're doing like the the long panel and then the two smaller panels. Mm-hmm. like so it's like three people per screen and i would say that i remember there was a time where we were doing that at my f- one friend's house as one does because it was it, that just 
dominated our life every weekend uh-huh. nintendo 64 was like a novelty it's like oh we want to do this for feeling nostalgic but ultimately we're playing xbox and we <laughs> i remember we played it with my one friend and he was like i gotta get going my mom wanted to go shopping for school clothes or something like that and we're like we play all like i would say he was gone maybe five minutes but he was probably gone three hours because we we're playing xbox no concept of time and he comes <laughs> over and we see him we see his car, like, because they were neighbors. He, we see his car drive down, pull into his driveway, and then we see him running up my friend's driveway. Like, I would, th- like, and he's carrying this, like, huge bag. And we're like, what's that? And he went to the store while he was clothes shopping, convinced his mom to buy him an Xbox and a controller. <laughs> so then we had three in our group. And then it wasn't long after, but it's like, somebody needs to get the fourth one. And then from yeah. there on out, it was land parties as long as we could, like, any time we could. My one yeah. friend had a business. They had projectors. We would go and raid it and unhook all the projectors from the ceiling. And like, we would, <laughs> nice. oh my God, it was all the time, <laughs> all the time. That's the only thing that we did. And then I think from there, it's just like, that's, it was a huge part of our life from there. I mean, like we had Xboxes. So it was just like kind of what games can we play together? And that's, I, to me, that's the cornerstone of Xbox is just like playing together. It always had the best connectivity it was so early on all that stuff as far as like, especially from a console perspective, like we weren't, mm-hmm. we had PCs, but like I never had a, had a need to get like a beefy PC or to game on PC. Every time mm-hmm. I tried it, it didn't, it never really went well. I would get the game and like my graphics card wouldn't handle it or oh man, at the time my sound card wouldn't handle all the sound. So you'd get like the music, but then nothing else or only the sound effects. Yeah. Uh, and I, it just was like such a thing. Like we would all have to like conference in to be like, what game are we going to get next? Cause we all have to buy the game and you, we would only buy games that like support like the 16 player or like the, yeah. like, you know, the system link or the four Xbox connection stuff, man. But it was always halo. It was halo. It was halo up until college. Like we were just yeah. playing Halo. That's the only thing that we really played consistently. Every time, I, and oh man, Halo Two, online, you get to yeah. play with strangers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, best. like, uh, yeah. I, I, that's the thing is, like, I mean, the you know, Halo was so dominant that if I feel like most people our age, the the story is the same. Like it, it was, you know, everyone. It was Halo you know you know just playing halo all the time with friends and you know every every you know free moment that you had and yeah like i mean that that original xbox and just you know even like i mean once 360 came out you know you had you had that kind of well established but i mean Mm -hmm. you know like it was it was such a big deal though with that first xbox to have the ability to just connect right out of the box to the internet and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. And just playing against other people without having to be on a PC was such a big deal. Cause yeah, like I did do, I did do some PC gaming. I had, I had kind of been fortunate and I had saved a bunch of money and my grandparents helped me pay for the other half, but then I had to pay them back (laughs) and I had got a, I got a PC for editing but once the Xbox came out and like everything was just so much more simple, like I honestly, I was just, I was like, okay, I don't really need to worry about <laughs> PC gaming anymore because it's, it's close enough right now with the, with the way consoles are going. So, oh man, if you ever try to play, I would say even now, like 
first off, like if you try to play like OG Halo on yeah. an original Xbox, it's tough. Like the controls like don't quite make sense, but like they're yeah. close enough. But yeah. then like if you were to go back, I remember once we started to play Halo and you would go back and try to play Goldeneye, you're just like, how does how do you do this? Like I, I my it doesn't make sense in your hands to try to play Goldeneye <laughs> yeah. anymore because you have to like pull yeah. this and then you can aim. Otherwise, you're just kind of like waving it. Oh man, it was so weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember... that was a big game changer too. Is the two the dual Control. sticks and yeah the yeah the way they had finally kind of <laughs> implemented that like really well balanced controls the uh i remember the 360 was the first console i bought myself like up until there i survived on like birthdays or christmas mm-hmm. uh the november launch was a good timing uh but i remember <laughs> i was living on my own not on my own but like not at home mm-hmm. and the 360 was like announced and like to me like the thing that stinks about the 360s launch is like the hard drive was optional mm-hmm but like it definitely wasn't and it also wasn't for the first xbox you know what i mean so it's like yeah. wait like you can't take it away from me i, I guess that wasn't that yeah. but it felt kind of like it. you had to pay more and you got to get yeah. that silver tray um and i remember i sold i went to gamestop with like all my xbox stuff mm-hmm. and i was like any of the games that i knew that i wouldn't play and i got rid of my steel battalion which was the big money maker for me yeah and I like traded in my Xbox and I had already gotten a new original Xbox because when they had that translucent halo green one, hundred mm-hmm. percent had to get it. Yeah. That it's was just like, I yeah, it was amazing. This. And I traded that in with the steel battalion. And I think I still owed like 60 or 70 bucks. Like I <laughs> not great trade. If I would have that stuff now, I would get more than yeah, enough, then, like, than I would get. yeah. Cause yeah, I think, I think I, I've been looking into getting an original one again. Um, and I think, yeah, they're going for like anywhere around like 90 plus. To get one for in one. shape. Um, yeah. Let, let me, I don't even know what like the, the Steel Battalion thing. That I mean, that was like, I think $300 when I bought it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, alone, I, I mean, well, even nowadays, like look at how much it costs to buy just one of those basic steering wheels for like xbox or for pc they're like four hundred dollars and it's like way too much yeah yeah because i i'd love to get one of those again but i just it's yeah it's just really hard to uh to be able to tell myself that i'd be okay by spending that much money on on just a peripheral (laughs) steel battalion controllers on ebay right now the cheapest one that I can find is three hundred and fifty dollars, upwards to like in the box stuff seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, man, it's... missed opportunity on my end. Um, yeah, but I mean that that was our whole entire life. Like I I I look back dreading all the times that I sold like all my Ghostbuster and original turtle figures for like twenty five cents or ten cents in a in a garage sale and like I gotta get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember getting when I got my 360. I got Perfect Dark with it. Oh yeah. And I didn't even finish the game before we were back in Halo Two. Like we were like, we I was like, oh, new console, gonna do this. Put in Perfect Dark. I think I maybe played. I played up until the point that there was like a jungle level or something. 
Okay. And then like immediately was like my friends were like you guys want to play Halo? I'm like yep, let's just play Halo. And we just went back to Halo. Like we just kept yeah. gravitating back to that game. Um. Yeah. And then, like I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I just just like that's the yeah. only thing we played. Yeah. Yeah. Like because like I. I would say that, like, probably the the bigger shooter, other than obviously, like, 007, that I got into were, like, the Unreal Engine, or Unreal uh, Tournament and stuff like that on, on PC, or, you know, like, like, that was the only thing that I really got super into as far as shooters on PC, but yeah, once Halo, once Halo came along, it, like, all that stuff was was just not didn't compare and you know in my eyes at that point because it was it was similar it, you would, but at the same time the the arenas were you know i mean those maps in in halo one and two like i mean some of the coolest like multiplayer maps still to this day in my opinion the, i would so. like even now when halo 5 has that ce throwback which is my favorite game mm-hmm. mode in halo mm-hmm. 5 and Halo 5's multiplayer is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when they do that throwback and, like, I get to play Hang 'em High with, like, new, yeah. like, modern controls and, like, clamber and sprint and, like, the original pistol. And it feels yeah. perfect to me. It's like, this, this, is, this is how I remember Halo, even though that's not how it was. Like, this is how yeah. it felt to me. Um, yeah. And I... Hang 'em high is ah oh, man, it's just my favorite favorite map. My one friend, this is a true story. My I made my friend so mad killing him in Hang 'em high because I, I had the reticle on that pistol. I I didn't I did not use anything other than that pistol. There's no need for a shotgun, no need for a sniper if I can get the the pistol. Yeah. And I remember like I killed him so many times he punched a hole in my wall. <laughs> and to this to this day I cover for him for that hole, but he. Uh, I remember he got so I remember like we were playing and we were in separate rooms and I hear a loud bang and then like he like left and like I saw his car leave and I'm like what happened and there was a hole in the wall and he's like it's like you made him really really mad and I was like oh I don't know I mean like I get it but uh, man I just will never forget that and it it still feels like that to this day it's just like you get get me on hang him high and it feels so natural Um, yeah but I've, I've had every Xbox since then. I mean, mostly is like, I mean, Halo obviously is the big thing, but it also just feels like like that's the space that makes sense to me. I have mm-hmm. I've had every PlayStation as well since and I mm-hmm. get it to play like single player games. But mm-hmm. even when I play online with PlayStation, like it just doesn't feel the same. It just it feels like there's mm-hmm. an ecosystem for me to exist with friends on Xbox. And mm-hmm. PlayStation is like the book I read before I go to bed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's like, and there's there's space for both, but like Xbox is the majority of my time, and it's where I hang out. Like that's my hangout space. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm exactly the same way. Like you know, that's really why I gravitated towards Xbox as well. Is like, it's it's always been like the place for multiplayer games, right? Like I mean, even a lot of their their uh, IP are are you know, have some form of online play and, you know, and I've like, I've just always been a social gamer. So like the, you know, Xbox has always felt like the place for social gaming outside Mm -hmm. of PC, obviously, but 
you know, and even like the wild west where it's like, yeah, yeah. you can connect and talk to people, but like Xbox felt like the hub. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the best, the, because yeah, there, there was more interactions. Like when you're playing multiplayer on a PC, it's not like everyone brings over their controller to play on your PC. Like, you know, like Xbox not only gave you the ability to play online with friends, but to have them come over if you wanted to and all be playing on the on the same console if you needed, you know, and just kind of, yeah, it just brought brought friends together, period. (laughs) Most of the friends that I play with to this day is because we played like on Xbox together like that. Yeah, it was like it came out at the perfect time. For like our impressionable youth to create like very lifelong strong bonds together yeah. uh, and just like knowing what like everyone's like I, all my friend's house like was just like an extension of my house you know yeah, exactly like, like, i don't think anyone's mom would bat an eye if like they saw me like in their refrigerator getting a drink nope, i would just be like nope. oh it's joe like they don't know how i got there how long i'd been there anything like that be like oh they're probably playing xbox like how much trouble did that keep us out of? Like it has exactly. been mounds. Exactly. You know, like that, that that's uh, the perfect like example of like, uh, you know, why gaming in a lot of ways is, it can be a positive thing, you know, over the years, there's been people who've tried to, you know, spin it in a negative, uh, that it's a negative thing, but, but you you give me someone who who just goes out and plays video games versus someone who's going out and you know causing you know whatever around town you know it's yeah it's it definitely kept kept us out of a lot of trouble right i think i think there <laughs> everyone's always going to blame whatever new medium is out there yeah. and unfortunately with video games being tech oriented, it's it's going to be video games for such a long time because they're going to evolve, like yeah, substantial. Like, I mean, like think about twenty years from now, like what is this space going to look like? I would, yeah. real. I I ha- find it hard to believe that Xbox doesn't exist in twenty years. It's not going to look like what it does now, but like yeah, it's definitely going to exist, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of the same thing. I think you're yeah. going to be like Xbox is how I connect with my friends mm-hmm. and like like that's how we play together and I think that I I don't know I feel like that's a it's a very strong argument that Xbox is like where you go to hang out and I think it'll always be that to me at least Yeah Yeah All right yeah I think I think we'll we'll end it with that it was a, it was a great great talk and definitely a lot of it's always fun to go back and and you know, look at all the the things you know that we've done, and things that you know, people, friends that we've made through through gaming and Xbox. Yeah, for for you as well as me has been there pretty much the whole the whole time. <laughs> yeah, out of all the stuff I can remember, Xbox is yeah. like there. Yep, <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, would you like to tell people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at kernel panic that's k3 rnl underscore panic uh good luck spelling it but that's where i am you can find links to everything else there all right well thank you for sitting down with me it was a lot of fun hey thanks for having me yeah no problem bye